The self-storage industry tends to pull towards it, especially in the small investor pool, people who are very independently minded thinking individuals. I've noticed that a lot of people I work with relate to themselves as a solo entrepreneur out to build their self-storage portfolio. And while that might be valid, no man is an island. Let's talk about that. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy, which houses the on-demand self-storage boot camp that I offer. It is the premier training I offer that's designed to take you from wherever you are all the way to putting your first self-storage facility into place. It has a workbook and it has all uh, many of the forms and the paperwork we use in our business. And I think if you're looking for a step-by-step -step process to put your next or your first self-storage facility into service, this might be just what you're looking for. You can go to creating wealth through selfstorage.com or quickstartacademy.com and find out more about it. But I've noticed in this industry, many people I work with relate to themselves like they're the ones that are going to do it all. And yes, we're the ones, it's our vision, we're the ones responsible for it. But I'm telling you, even if you don't have any partners or employees, you can't do this by yourself. Maybe you could years ago, I, I don't know that time, but perhaps there was a time where somebody could do everything that's involved. But I'm, what I've learned, and the hard way, is that much of the success that I have and much of the success the people I work with have is to a large degree a function of the team that they put together. Even if you are a solo entrepreneur, you're gonna need a team. Let's talk about that. Now in the self-storage bootcamp, day one, morning one, we're talking about your team, the team that you need to put in place. Let's cover some of the elements of who would be on your team. Now everybody's team is gonna look a little bit different depending on what strengths and skill sets that solo entrepreneur brings to the table. For example, in my case, I could analyze deals and find deals, so I didn't need a team member for that. But there are some certain core pieces that need to be in place before you ever write your first LOI. And these are team members that need to be in place and ready to go. And I'm going to start with your attorney. And I think your attorney is probably one of the key team members, at least for us, that we have in place. Now, I'm just going to share my ideas on this. I think what I've seen work real well is you have a local attorney or somebody fairly close to you that's going to be involved in all of your transactions, not just one. This attorney knows our business plan, actually helped create our business plan to some degree and knows what our long-term goals are and what our short-term goals are and is involved in every transaction and very often we need legal services in out-of-state locations but we go to our attorney to organize that and get that in place so we have one place to go and uh, our attorney's involved in literally almost every aspect of our deal. 
Now, some people might need a different attorney for their private placement documents than they use for their storage business. That's fine. Our attorney does both. But in an attorney, one thing I look for is somebody that we can get along well with. Also, somebody who's a good negotiator. Because my experience is usually the last half of the contract negotiations or our attorney dealing with the seller's attorney over you know stuff like indemnifications reps and warranties stuff that I'm interested in but I don't want to get into the minutiae of that with the seller or the seller's attorney you know my attorney advises me I've given he knows our philosophy on it he he is empowered to negotiate on our behalf and for the most part, what my attorney tells me to sign, we sign. I may ask some questions, but I've never questioned him. He, he always looks out for our interests. That's just my relationship to what a good attorney looks like, and that's critical. We, I write the LOIs, I find the deals, I negotiate the basic business terms, and then I either hand the LOI over to our attorney to, to draft the contract, or uh, we hand a contract that the seller or the seller's agent gave us to our attorney to review. Now, I'm a guy in a commercial real estate business who generates contracts for a living. Yes, attorneys created them, they're mostly fill in the blank, but I'm not even going to generate the contracts on our storage projects. I let my attorney do that, and my attorney is involved in every aspect of the negotiation. That is a critical team member. Your CPA is a critical team member. Now, I might not get the CPA involved in the contract level or the negotiating level, but believe me, prior to closing, our CPA is involved. Our CPA will advise us how much we're going to allocate towards the, the property and the business, how much we're going to allocate towards goodwill, how much is going to be land for depreciable, uh, for non-depreciation, and all that set up prior to our closing on the project. We also, our CPA also is the one that oversees cost segregation reports. If you're not familiar with that, get familiar with it. Cause we've done, I've done episodes on it here. Cost segregation is, we don't use it on every deal, but it's a critical aspect to our tax strategy. So having a CPA, plus we have investors, and having the ability to have a, a CPA firm review our books, adjust our books, help us generate the financial reports, all of that's critical to our business. Have that in place. Don't be scrambling during the due diligence. Today, due diligence time periods are short enough that you've got to put your attention on that, not on stuff that you could have in place prior to putting something under contract. In today's world, another important team member will be your, at least for us, our civil engineer. Most of the value-add projects that we do today involve construction and adding space or doing a conversion. And in our world, the engineer is the one that takes the lead on that. Now, we might 
have we've done it a number of ways where we have one engineer who helps us organize engineers in other markets and I've gone to the other markets and found civil engineers that can uh, that are familiar with self-storage and, and are familiar with getting approvals in that particular area most of us are going to do the latter of what I just said and don't wait till your contract's done. Connect with that engineer early in the process if there's expansion or construction because you're going to need that person's input on timetables, costs, what's involved, how risky it is. Uh, and we tend to allow our engineers to be the lead people, not architects. Some of you will have architects take the lead on projects, but engineers and architects are a critical part of the team. And before I have a contract signed, for the most part, I have our engineers in place advising us on it. Your systems fabricator, if you're doing value add plays where you're adding more self-storage square footage, having relationships with companies like Bedco and TRAC-T and storage, the companies that manufacture self-storage systems, critical team members. I communicate with them early and often. They will do our preliminary layouts for us. I give those layouts to the to other fabricators to bid. I give them to our engineer to look at and adjust. Saves me time, saves me money. Plus, I need to know the pricing. I need to know delivery times. Having those relationships in place where you can call, you know, before you even write the LOI, certainly before the contract is signed, and you've got estimated costs, estimated delivery times, you've got a preliminary layout you're looking at. All of that comes from our team members who are the systems fabricators. In the self-storage world, we're very lucky to be able to get a lot of our services we need from those. Yes, they're slow today. Yes, it's easy to bang on them. Prices are high. I have fun doing that too, but they're a critical team member for our business today. And again, if you're in the self-storage business today and you're a small investor, nine times out of 10, there's going to be some construction component, whether it's rehab or whether it's new construction, whether it's expansions or conversions. So how you're going to handle that to a large degree depends on the skill set you're bringing to the table. But you're having a go-to builder who's familiar with self-storage or a go-to GC in a market area that's familiar with building self-storage or whether it's a construction manager, having that relationship up front, giving you input, giving you valuable information. Perhaps they're the ones coordinating with the systems fabricator and the engineer. It, it, it doesn't matter, but that's a critical team member today. Uh, we often use not GCs, but construction managers, but I need that construction manager, uh, specifically a construction manager that's familiar with the market, with the other trades in that market, like the plumbing and the electrical, and maybe even the concrete work, the site work people, and I'm getting valuable input up front prior to the contract as we're, as we're looking at doing an expansion or a conversion in a particular area, a critical team member. 
And it's even more critical today as construction costs go higher, labor gets more scarce, having somebody who can wrangle and organize and get a team on site in a construction of self-storage where our numbers are very low compared to what other types of construction these trades could be in, having that person be able to get those people on site and keep them there, very important team member today. Now these are just some of the team members that we have in place. You might need other team members, you know, other areas you're going to have to deal with one way or another are managing the asset once you're open, going through the due diligence. How are you going to do that? I have a whole module in the boot camp on due diligence. These are all parts of the team that you've got to get organized and ready to go before you do your first contract. No man is an island today, or woman is an island, but it really takes a team. Now, your teams might not be partners, they might not be employees yet, but it's still, they're part of your team. So be sure, early on in the, in the business planning phase, before you write your first LOI, my coaching is work on getting your team in place and they can certainly help advise you and coach you and some of our business strategy was altered and changed because of the input I got from our team. So work on putting your team together. Thank you. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, Storage World Analyzer. That's the financial analysis modeling tool that I use. I'm the team member that does most of the modeling, and we use the Storage World Analyzer almost every day. So you can find out more about it at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com. Click the Storage World Analyzer tab or go straight to storageworldanalyzer.com. Thank you. I look forward to being with you next week.